The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome, folks. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio on AM 980, The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. On this program, we're going to explore creating jobs and employment. We have Jeff Otto. He's a Christian businessman and an owner of Pallet Recycling. And we're talking about second chances, folks. Mm -hmm. We're talking about... um, giving people an opportunity who've paid their price, who paid their debt to society, who spent maybe months or years in treatment and recovery programs, mm-hmm. give them a chance to get, even if it's, if it's an entry-level position. And I, I just want to put in a plug for the Minnesota Second Chance Coalition, because yes. there's actually, in Minnesota and across the country, a movement to ban the box on mm-hmm. employment forms. So you, they don't just eliminate your resume, right? They're going to give you a chance to sit down and talk mm-hmm. with you. And, oh, there's right. just remarkable things coming to break the cycle of, of relapse and recidivism. And Jeff's one of the folks who stepped up, as other employers have, and not only has um, doing something, I was thinking, Pastor Dwight, it's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. but it also makes business sense. Right. So I'm Jim Moore. I'm Jim Moore with the R3 Collaborative, and one of my favorite parts of my job is being a co-host with Pastor Dwight Anderson on yes. Prison Transformation Radio. I know you got a heart for this, Pastor. Yes. It's what are awesome. your thoughts about this? Yeah, week? and actually, um, April coming up is the Second Chance it is. Month, so I think it's really appropriate that we've got Jeff on today to talk about how he's giving people second chances, and how other employers that may see the value as well, and the opportunity to reach out and help that, because that's like one of the key things to be successful coming out of recovery, coming out of prison is to find a good job and get employment. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, you'll, you'll relapse back into your you know, old, I, old ways. I, yeah. I'm out in the recovery community treatment centers. I speak a lot. And one of the things that always seems to strike a good nerve for people is if you don't create a better life than the life you escape from, Mm-hmm. How long are you going to hold your breath, pal, That's right. before you go That's back? Exactly right. Now, let's not get some false expectations about, oh, I'm sober now. I deserve everything. No, that's, no. I was joking with Jeff earlier. That's why they call it work, yes, not no. play. That's, that's why right. they give you money for it. And, and you may have to humble yourself mm-hmm. at an entry level. But when you get your foot in the door with an employer that's got a heart to help you develop and grow, folks, um, your future is in your own hands. So that's a connection that's so vital. Mm -hmm. And I just appreciate you so much, Jeff. Jeff Otto, again, he's the owner of uh, Pallet Recycling, and Mm -hmm. we're going to give you some opportunities on how to get in touch with him because he's looking for some of you. Now, you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to get your resume. You're going to have to present yourself. He'll coach you a little bit on doing that. But one other thing before we bring Jeff on, a big part of this show is to appeal to those of you out there who own businesses, Mm -hmm. who are employing people. Maybe you've thought about it. Maybe you're a little concerned. Well, let's hear from someone who stepped out and, again, found that not only was it a good thing to do, it 
paid off benefits to his right. business. Maybe it's a smart thing to do right. to give people second chances. So, Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank uh, you for having let me. Let us know a little bit about you. Tell us about your business and your heart. It's so great to have you here. Thank you. Um, my wife and I own Pallet Recycling. This is our 43rd year of being in business. Oh, wow. And so uh, we started off in packaging because that was my background. And within the first year, evolved into the pallet thing and have been got rid of packaging and been doing the pallet recycling hmm. ever since. The pallet thing. Now, some people may not know what the pallet thing yeah, is. Yeah, what is Because the it's work. It's work. Tell us a little bit about the nature of the yeah. business. The, uh, the pallet is a wooden pallet which goes underneath boxes, and then usually you see them like in the Costco or whatever, the and the forklift is picking the, the box up by, right. via the pallet. Right. Those pallets get damaged and um, uh, get uh, recycled. 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 So they bring them to us for repair. It'd be a waste and, to throw them away. Yeah, yeah. You repair right. them. Yeah. And there's all sorts of sizes. We make a market in several hundred sizes, so we put sizes back together again. I like to say it's like a mixed deck of cards. Hmm. You know, Originally, it starts off all organized by the time we see it it's frayed and red you know ragged and all mixed mixed up okay so and so there's various uh, job opportunities there i know we work closely folks with jeff through the midwest mentoring collaborative through crossing mm-hmm. home through minnesota adult and teen challenge mm-hmm. where he's always looking for people who are looking for an opportunity uh, so what kind of opportunities are there and I guess part of the thing, an underlying thought I have is, we had a great conversation not long ago, Jeff, about people need to have realistic expectations. We would be, I would consider ourselves to be the entry-level job type thing for people that can't Mm -hmm. find jobs other places. I'm looking for unskilled physical labor. So I'm not looking for the white-collar guys and whatnot. Unskilled. I'm very specific. And uh, we're looking for the guys that have a work ethic, that know how to show up on time, Mm-hmm. Stay at task, follow some directions, uh, not wander around uh, and stay till the end of the shift uh, and do their job. Right. It is hard physical labor. Uh, it's eight hours a day. So you have to be in relatively good shape to do that. Yeah. I, I worked for years in construction. And and if you've done that kind of work, yeah. well, you, you got to have a heart for that kind of work yeah. and you got to be willing to work. Right. But I always loved physical exertion but so it's the right fit for that kind of person right right? but then there's other opportunities i know you've had some folks who um have actually demonstrated their commitment if people demonstrate the commitment over time are there other opportunities to grow into absolutely we watch in in those first few days first couple weeks if the uh, fellow um, is doing a good job sticking at task like we talked he, we immediately try to move them into what was piecework rate. And so there the opportunity for income is far I liked piecework. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, so that they, just means you get paid for what piece. you produce, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, and they do very well. Those guys do. And so that's the opportunity. There's more than that. We are a small business, but uh, many of our guys, after they've proved they're employable, and spend some time with us, have moved on to better paying jobs, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the types of things like we were talking about construction, those types of things, you know. Um, but even within our company, uh, we talked about it before, I have a gentleman that started with me who worked on a table, said I'm getting a little old to do this kind of thing. He's now our lead semi-driver. We brought him along over a period of three years, got him into a uh, a smaller truck, then helped get him his license, worked him through all that, and now he's our lead semi-driver. So he, d- he demonstrated some commitment um, and, and a work ethic, 
But then also you were sensitive to the fact that maybe he wasn't in the right job in your company. But those of you who are looking for this work and recovery and entry, yeah. this is the coaching folks. Yeah. This is you get in there, you mm-hmm. demonstrate that, and, and then that's how you open your own doors. Yep. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association. We come to you on am980themission.com, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. And today you're listening to Creating Jobs and Employment with Jeff Otto, Christian business owner of Pallet Recycling. And I think you're down in St. Paul, right? Correct. And if you missed any part of the show or want to share this program, listen and download the podcast at am980themission.com. Now, Jeff, on our show, we love hearing about stories. And we didn't really hear your story, maybe, of how you got involved into this. And how you got involved or how maybe, you know, this this is so close. You have a passion for this. And most people don't have a passion like to, to help out and reach the down and out guys. But you do. Can you tell us a little story about how you've, where you've come from and how you've, that came through. Uh, I'm not a saint. I'm a businessman. And so like Jim said, okay. it makes good business sense to do okay. this. Yeah. So, um, but but you also got some yeah, Tell us the story. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have 23 years of sobriety as okay. of last December. Okay. Praise and, the Lord. That's uh, awesome. That's my higher power is the, the one to get the credit. So uh, and my guys that work for us, they know that I'm an alcoholic. They know that I've been in recovery. Mm-hmm. My door is open to them. My wife hires the guys. She runs production. She runs the employees and whatnot. Mm. But uh, the fellows that are there, they know about me. They know that my door is open to them. And so when they have an issue, mm-hmm. uh, be it a stress, stressor, they often will come and say, hey, Jeff, you got a minute? We talk. They also come in with their success stories. You know, like the fellow I referred to before, he took his first family mm-hmm. vacation ever. His fa- he took his family on vacation. He bought his first home ever. Wow, you know, so man, That's oh huge. Man. And he that's did huge. start at the absolute, like you said, Jim, the very unskilled. basic, unskilled yeah. level. He showed us he could show up on time, stay at task. You know, he had that self-discipline. Mm-hmm. You can't coach that into somebody, but you can help them, you know, right. give them the guidelines and, and the opportunity. Right. And that's what we're about is the opportunity, I think. Excellent. And how did you get that that passion to do that? Like what? <sighs> Yeah, what you know, led to you now? Yeah, what led to, to that? Because that's what I'm trying to get to, uh, you know, because I think it's a great story. Um, well, you know, I went through my own recovery. Right. You know, I, um, I came up to the edge of life and all that with, mm-hmm. in my uh, addiction with alcohol. Right. Um, and so uh, after that, I guess, by having lived that experience and then continued into AA, which I do to this day, mm-hmm. you know, um, it opened my heart, I guess to these guys uh, that are in the same, similar situation. So uh, I don't have, I don't have a magic story for okay. you. Okay. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, but, <laughs> but you get, you gain that yeah. satisfaction. I mean, you must feel yeah. good because someone, you could, you could have used that help when you were going through My that. dad died from alcoholism. Oh, your dad. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. you know, so, and I didn't know that until I was about 12 years old because in those days it was shameful. So oh, it was kept from us, my younger brother and I. Well, so I may- grew up in the same world. Okay. So maybe, mm through that upbringing and he was a very generous man hmm. and so i think maybe i inherited some of his generosity of spirit because okay. yeah. uh, i do like to help people but it's a business so it does have yeah. to make money in order for the checks to be good when you right. pay in, order to stay, right. in order to do anything good you've got to have fuel for the engine Absolutely. let's go yeah. Yeah. so yeah. there are again we're talking to people who are trying to learn how to rebuild a life from the bottom up somebody once said tore up from the floor up 
And then you got to rebuild it <laughs> from the floor up. Right. But we're also talking to people like you, Jeff, uh, business people, people yeah. who have employers, who have companies and are seeking to employ yeah. people. Um, what is what would you like to say to them? Because they may have that goodwill in their heart. They know that business is business. But what's the opportunity for a business person with with these with this tremendous what I think is a tremendous emerging workforce? Mm-hmm. We in unskilled labor. There's a crisis right now oh. in, in employment. So I would say to any other employers that are listening, I'd be happy first of all personally to to talk to them about what we've done hmm. and what we've learned. You can't help somebody until you have a relationship with them, I believe. And so, you know, then you have successes like I've talked about. You also have the guy that falls backwards. And that hurts. It it personally hurts, you know. But um, the benefit to my business has been uh, when I started working with people like Jim here the last few years. A couple months ago, my wife said to us for the first time, says, Jeff, we're at full employment. I can't tell you how many years it took us to get to full employment. Oh, how many? How many people have you we employ? With twenty-five to thirty people, okay. but we're constantly, you know, into that. Uh, and so we hit that mark several times in the last few months. Now we're back where we need a couple people, mm. but it's where we need a couple people, not ten people. You know, right, yeah, so right. it's good. The the efforts of, that we've had connecting with people like you, Jim, and the R three, and then you mm-hmm. know, folks like yourself, Dwight, have helped build. The connectivity, crossing homes. John Henderson's been great. Right, yeah, you know, right. he sends me guys. Accessibility sends me guys. The, mm-hmm. You know, the state of Minnesota, we, the the work camp. We got guys from there. So, um, I'm sorry. I'm no. You're doing you're doing me. excellent. Yeah, I, and I'm, let me build on that a little you. bit because Jeff. And thank you for offering that up. Um, let me give you folks contact information. And yes. so his website is opmpallet dot com. And that is the portal to the website. So I pronounced it right. But, uh, you know, sometimes we can lose websites. So let me step up. R3collaborative.org. We throw that out every show. If you go to the employment page on that website, Mm -hmm. you will find that you're one of the organizations that we feature. So that's another way to access and get directly to you. For those of you looking to explore employment as well as seeking advice, I've been working in this field for a long time, so I want to particularly be available for business people. You know, we, we can talk over the phone. We have a cup of coffee even if you want to find out, well, what are the risks? What are the probabilities? Because like in business, like in hiring anybody, I, when I did this for a long time with Teen Challenge and, and I worked a lot with employers, I said, well, you know, here's somebody with a year or two of sobriety. And that's documented by random drug tests for all of this time. <laughs> okay. And plus, here's the certifications they've achieved. This might be a better risk than hiring somebody off the street. Not right. to condemn people on the street, that's but true. but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Jim Moore, I'm in the contact session there. So we just want you to, to know how to be able to connect with us and to reach us. And so you talked about a little bit of story. So we, there was one more story, and, and he was trying to make it here today, one of your fellow employees. Right. But um, share with us, if you want to, a little bit about his story. And then I, I think Pastor Dwight, in a couple of months, we're going to have him on the show Good. and maybe Good. do some more shows that are really about those people who have success stories. Right. But right. What, was, what was his story like? Right. Pia is his name, and he yeah. came, he's come a long ways with us, and he's been with me a couple of years now. I need to interrupt myself. We're on the bus line, which I understand is a very important thing. Oh, mm-hmm. you're, okay, so sorry to you're change a good topic. businessman. Yeah. But um, Pia came to us like many other guys, and he started at the 
for entry level whatnot. He's now one of our foremen. He drives a forklift. He manages people. Mm. Uh, he's uh, close. Now to this the- happened in the first couple of weeks. <laughs> no, I, I don't Thank mean you. to be negative out there, folks. Yeah. But typically, yeah. there is a season of yeah. demonstrating capability, yeah, and and that will vary with the right. individual. But right. my guess is, for an extended period of time, he demonstrated work ethic. Yes. Um, right. Yes. Just to fill in a little bit, what were the things that he did, Jeff, that got your attention? You know, I've never repaired a pallet, but I'll tell you what: I can walk around my shop. And within the first two or days of three days of a guy being there, I'll say, "Hey, who's this guy?" Because you can see the focus, you can mm. see that attention to the uh, the work Details. ethic. Yes, um, it's obvious. So Pia would have gone from probably a, a repair table or a saw to a next the next level up, where he's actually building a pallet or repairing some of the pallets, mm-hmm. which is our more critical jobs. Yep. And then, as he sh- he would you see, oh, he would take initiative. Yeah. To do the thing, keep his area clean. Uh, you know, he would uh, solve problems. Probably exactly. Yeah. He was a problem solver. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. And neat and orderly is a big thing because we're a messy kind of business. Mm-hmm. So, and Pia, particularly when when he got his first chance at uh, starting to be over a, a department for us where we do the building of things, uh-huh. right away. Things got in order. Organized. Yeah, organized. And I'm a yeah. terrible organizer, so he was a great organizer. <laughs> so Pia proved himself to us. Your, yeah. your points well taken. Demonstrated. Yes. Demonstrated that uh, not only ability, but that the, it's the works, work ethic mindset. Yeah. We do a lot of classes, Pastor Jeff and Teen Challenge and other places, talk about be a most valued employee, an MVE. Yeah. And, and I said, but it's not that big a deal. How about coming 10 minutes early instead of 10 minutes late? Yes. Ooh, yes. No, 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 no. It's, it surprises people. But notice the other things. And this is the, for those of you looking for jobs. Step up. You got you got decades ahead of you. You can turn a job into a career, um, but I, I would guess not only are you looking for those things, that you seem the kind of person that coaches and develops, and you you have a culture. At least you got a heart for people, right? Yeah, I do. And Pia has got a great personality, nice, friendly guy, but he knows when work is time when it's time to work too. Yeah. So you know we watch for those kinds of things, and those are the guys that do get the opportunity. Like the fellow that I talked about before, that's a driver for us now. You know, all the guys on the on the forklifts, which are our foremen, have come through those steps that I talked about with Pia and the, and the driver. You know, and we have others now um, that are having the same kinds of opportunity with us. And then I've got a great guy that's about to leave me, and I, I throw mm. things at him, oh. and I say, <laughs> I'm, happy, "I'm happy for yeah. you." I'm yeah. also sad for me right. because, you know, once you bring him along, you'd like to stay with him. Also, he's a nice guy and you want, you would like to associate yeah. with that. Sure. But he's come from as tough a background as anybody that's listening mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. He's come from that and he's proven himself to us. And now he's moving on to even a better level. All right. That's awesome. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio with Jim Moore of the R3 Collaborative and myself, Pastor Dwight Anderson of Prison Mission Association. And we come to you on am980themission.com, the Twin Cities Christian Voice, broadcast every Saturday at 1 p.m. Now, today you're listening to Creating Jobs and Employment with Jeff Otto, Christian business owner of Pallet Recycling. If you missed any part of the show or want to share this program or listen later, download the the full podcast at am980themission.com. Now, Jeff, if someone's listening now and... They have never had a job, and they could be 30, they could be 40 years old. They've had a lot of struggles and a lot of different baggage. 
what are some steps or how could they become successful by coming and working for you? And what sort of is the starting pay or what, what, what do you offer someone and right. how would they go about it? And what would you suggest? So, so next steps. We always ask them to come and actually fill an op- application. Okay. That's physically first, come in. Right. That's the first step in showing demonstration. Some, some commitment to okay. demonstration. Okay. They fill out an application. My wife would meet with them and interview them and whatnot. Maybe not at the moment, okay. depending upon the timing. Okay. And then she likes references. Resumes are not as big deal with us as okay. some companies. We're on skilled labor, but she likes to have some kinds of references right. so she can call somebody and say, even if it's a probation officer, right. yeah, this is a good guy. This he's is, you know, guy. he's yeah. paying attention. Right. To People right. who know the individual's yeah. character. Okay, right. good, good. Right. And then we start guys off initially at minimum wage, minimum wage, but that's in those first few days to the first couple of weeks. The ones that, like Jim has been saying, that demonstrate those capabilities mm-hmm. and skill levels readily get moved on to the jobs which we have that are piecework, which pay much better. So the guys in piecework, they make between like probably 14 to $20 an hour you know, okay. and that's just a, that's the spectrum the range. of that. You know. yeah. But those guys do but that's well. That's a good way to get that's a, a good job yeah. going, yeah, and then turn that into a career. Absolutely. Yes, down the road. That's right. And how much do the foreman make? Um, Can't tell you. I, would, I can tell yeah. you, but I, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I don't know. I don't. I, but no. you have a yeah. strong way okay. and business okay. partner. My wife could tell you that okay. one. <laughs> and I just—it's always so much fun. But time goes. I, I just want to keep the focus back again, or just bring in back in employers that are listening, because I think you're getting a lot of wise tips from Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know, just similar things. But um, just kind of maybe in in your last minute before Pastor Dwight and I close, advice for employers. What to watch for or suggestions. So I'm out there. I have my own business, whether it's entry level or others. Um, any last minute kind of advice for me in moving I'd get forward? over the phobia of the word felon and people in recovery. Uh, I've met some of the finest people that are felons or in recovery. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, Jim. Yeah. Yep. Jim is one. Yeah. So, I'm a lot better since I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. That myself as well. Yeah. Yes. And so I would say, don't let that stop you from taking a look. Judy mm-hmm. does not hire everybody that, everybody that comes through the door. Sure. But get to know that person, and you'll find out that, hey, there's a lot of value there. Yeah. And I don't mean just as an employer in a job, you know, an employee. There's still a lot of value in that person. And yeah. the, the opportunity through a job, I think, is the critical sense. key. You know, there's a lot of other things. But once they learn that they can be employable again, they're – Self-esteem just rises. Excellent. And then you see that. Or it doesn't. Or it and doesn't. And so that's the risk for the business person. Yeah. And that's going to be a lesson for the person who took the job yep. and found out, hey, wait, I'm going to have to demonstrate more at my next job. It's been great having you here. Thank you very much. And I, I, I want to thank all of you for listening. I do want to offer r3collaborative.org because if you go to our website, you'll find upcoming events. Jeff is frequent attender at our monthly R3 meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, we have them third Thursday of each month. All of that information is on the R3 website, as well as you'll see um, Jeff's company and just a couple of other companies. So we, we need to vet a little bit too. But you know, so it, but if you want to be on the site, if you want as an employer, probably the first thing to do would be for us to talk a little bit, make sure it's a good fit. But I just want to say... If you need help as a future employee, uh, we can help. If you need help as an employer wanting to take some appropriate business um, steps in this direction, we can help with that too. 
And as we're closing, I just want to repeat the website in case you want to oh. get in touch with Jeff. It's O P M O as in Oscar, P as in Peter, M as in Michael, Palette, P A L L E T dot com. So it's O P M Palette.com. Oh, you did that so much better than me. <laughs> okay. So uh, oh. please reach out to here, Jeff, and uh, I know that he can help you get a job if you need a job or if you, you want to employ people. He can help you uh, employ those that really need need work. So let's just close in prayer now since we're, our time is, oh, yeah. is running out. We got time for him, though. Yes. Amen. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you for listening to uh, Prison Transformation Radio. We're on every Saturday at 1 p.m. And uh, I'd just like to close in prayer now. Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity to, to talk with Jeff and thank you for his heart to reach those people that are have gone through recovery or coming out of prison and don't have a job. Some have never, ever had a job. And so he's been able to help those people to help themselves. And I just thank you for his faith and his encouragement. And I pray for anybody that's listening that needs a job, Lord, that you would be able to guide them and lead them, help them maybe to reach out to the R3 Collaborative or to reach out to Jeff at uh, Pallet Recycling in St. Paul. We pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, everybody. Yep, God bless you. We'll see you guys all next week.